Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Xbox Game Passengers Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service that was usually chosen for us, completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. At the end of every episode, we'll also draw the game for the next show as well, so you always know what's coming up on the next adventure. And yeah, usually it's me and just one guest. I think this guest has probably been on the show more than anyone, but it's been a few months, so we are super glad to have Doogie back. Um, hot off the heels of uh, Doogie's wife, Linda Louise. <laughs> Doogie, how are you today? I'm very well, mate. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I, I'm re- glad to talk to you again. We don't talk outside of the show. And uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, I don't know what's going on with you. I have I seen think, you. Uh, I, I not think, seeing you later today. Nothing I think like that. other than my wife, you are the person I speak to most <laughs> <laughs> in my life. That's fair. Uh, yeah, it's, that's fair. Hundred yeah, percent, absolutely. But it's always a pleasure to speak to you. I didn't mean that to come across. No, no, like, no, 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 no. I didn't it's take just, it like that. Uh, at all. It's uh, it's always a pleasure speaking to you, man. Yeah, and especially yeah. about video games. Especially about video games. Yeah, I mean, do love a good game. I do love we a do. good game. <laughs> Before we jump into this episode, mm. how did you feel about Linda Louise's experience with the Forgotten City? Um, do you know, it was actually one of my favorite episodes that I've listened to because yeah. I, I had such a, a <laughs> like an intimate experience watching her play. Mm-hmm. Like I got to watch a bunch of that game and, and watch her play it and uh, watch her get through it. And um, what was really cool is, uh, as she kind of discussed, like it, it's, it didn't really initially seem like her kind of game that she would be super into. But what I found really interesting about it is that... Um, Linda Louise is somebody that if she doesn't like something or she's not immediately kind of drawn to it, um, she's typically like, well, that's okay. I can put that down and, and do something else. Um, but it bugged her. It bugged her so much <laughs> that she was like, I've got to go back and finish it. I've got to go and find things out. And I've got it. Like she had that real, like it kind of, it grabbed her in, in that really cool way that I, that video games grabbed me. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool to see. So it was, it was a, it was a really neat, uh experience to kind of like watch her play and then listen to her thoughts on the on the podcast um and uh, listen to you two discuss it it was really cool did it uh did it give you i mean i guess it sounds like you watched most of the game but did it make you want to play it at all do you know i thought you'd be like when, this looks like skyrim well, it basically well, is and I, when she put it down my first thought was i've got to play through this like because i want to see like all of the endings and blah blah blah, yeah. blah. um and uh but no, I, I never did. And I, and I can't even remember why. I think something else came out or there was something else on the... I think actually because you had asked me to play through the game that we're talking mm, about of today. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of jumped onto that instead. Yeah. But um, I might go back and play Forgotten City at some yeah, point. Maybe yeah. once I've forgotten you know all the paths and all the <laughs> yeah, yeah. routes and stuff like that yeah because we looked up a bunch of the the endings and stuff once you'd completed it to be like wait that can't be it what um and we were both indignantly furious yeah that's fair yeah <laughs> i um yeah i don't know that game 
I mean, even now it's been a month and a bit and it's, I don't know, it was very memorable to me. Mm. Um, and I think it was like, I don't know, just the aspect of this show that is part of the aspect of the show that I really like is like, sometimes you're going in so blind. Like, yeah, you know, I knew that that game existed. I knew it was like a popular like Skyrim mod turned mm-hmm. into actual game, but knew nothing else about it. And then to just jump into that with no knowledge, I was like, oh, this is so fucking like interesting. And like, yeah. I don't know, just the like world building that they did and the like the the conversations that you have with the characters and just the kind of puzzly nature of, of how you have to figure out each run. Um, yeah, yeah, just absolutely. just yeah, it just totally dug that for sure. So yeah, we're talking about something totally different. Today. <laughs> couldn't couldn't be more different. Couldn't be more different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I can't remember what the other choice was, but uh, uh, Linda Louise selected bug snacks. <laughs> yeah why don't we why why don't you read the synopsis for us and then yeah, let's get let's get snacking so bug snacks takes you to uh, takes you on a journey rather uh, to snack tooth island home of the legendary half bug half snug creatures bug snacks invited by intrepid explorer elizabeth megafig you arrive to discover your host nowhere to be found her camp in shambles and her followers scattered across the islands alone and hungry. Uh, it's up to you to solve the mysteries of Snacktooth Island. What happened to Lisbert? Where, what are bug snacks and where do they come from? But most of all, why do they taste so good? Why do they taste so good, Doogie? Why? Um, I, I, I don't know because we're not at the stage yet. Although we have got a lot of immersion in video games, we still don't have <laughs> taste this, o- this taste vision. tasty game too, I think. It would have been a super yeah, tasty yeah. game, I, I imagine. Yeah. The one th- question that just popped up as a, you know, just because I'm talking to you, <laughs> did Squishmallows, uh, were they, did they, because a lot of the Squishmallows are like food related. Mm. And yeah, I Bug think Snacks are obviously yeah. food related. Did, yeah. did Bug Snacks come out first? That's a really And if good they just question. had been like, if Bug Snacks had just released a line of Bug Snacks plushes, would they have taken taken that rain from uh, from squishmallows it's possible i i wonder actually because i i I get the feeling i think although squishmallows are immensely popular these days for sure um i i do wonder whether they've been kind of uh under the radar at the start of their kind of you know (laughs) sales and then kind of exploded yeah especially like during covid Mm, stuff squishmallows nobody i feel like i'd never heard of them until you two mentioned them and then um, that was it. They started in 2017. So 2017. So uh, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. Exploded in particular popularity due to the pandemic, the, thanks to social media, and in particular TikTok or Squish Talk, yep. as fans as, call it. As Squish Talk, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it does seem like I, I don't know. I, I guess the general that general concept of like you know anthropomorphic fruit. I mean, I, I you know I had. Uh, thought of um like cloudy with a chance of meatballs and and mm. stuff like oh, that like love cloudy with a chance dude, of meatballs dude so good yeah um but it, it it did like it it for me it drew on a lot of that kind of mentality and and that kind of humor even and and stuff like that as well so that right. was that was what i immediately associated was kind of an influence or or whatever right this yeah this game like this this was actually like a ps5 launch game and it launched like on playstation plus at the time and i remember like seeing trailers for it and i remember mm. like listening to a couple podcasts uh, around when the ps5 came out talking about how like charming this game was yeah. and I, I i downloaded it on the ps5 and i think i played it for like an hour or probably less actually now that i think about it mm. it was like a i think it was like a one session let's see what this is while i wait for like miles morales to download or something yeah. <laughs> um and there was just obviously there was so much to play at that time that i just yeah. went back to it but i 
always like I that the concept always intrigued me that first like little session that I played that years ago like I was like this is pretty funny and, and this is yeah. pretty neat and it just like never you know there's always new games coming out and I'm always attracted by the shiny new thing and so yep. it just like never crossed my mind again so I was so glad that it popped up on here and it popped up like relatively shortly after I think yeah, it dropped I on like Xbox it, yeah, too like, like it was only a long yeah I think yeah. it was only like a few months ago and so uh yeah and i did you play so this this developer young horses they came out with a game a number of years ago called uh, octodad did you play octodad? i did not realize it was the same developer yeah. i never did but i've watched a ton because it's so ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah and i know that they got the the concept of like octodad's movement through like that surgeon simulator where yeah, you right. try and like it be a surgeon basically in like yeah. vr essentially yeah. but but no i didn't realize that was the same developer that's so weird yeah and i but that just made me excited because i like octodad was like just the most like like how did people come up with this type <laughs> yeah, concept yeah, and, and yeah. i think bug snacks is similar in a lot of ways yeah but like yeah yeah um Octo- and Octodad had like this amazing music and I think Bugsnax has some of that too uh-huh. Octodad if you haven't played it it is it is an experience worth playing it's like <laughs> okay. just a few hours long and uh, and I just remember I can't remember if it was like two controllers or one controller but Michaela and I like played it together and there's like a multiplayer mode and you're like right. both you're each controlling like a couple of limbs and so you <laughs> oh have to gosh. it's like the most frustrating and like hilarious <laughs> experience and I believe and I might be wrong but I believe you can actually play up to four players and each player controls Controls one limb limb. and so you just need to like coordinate with each other and um it just is it just i remember it being like a preposterously funny time yeah Yeah, that sounds like a a drinking game yeah yeah, and just like supremely angering and and (laughs) but like you just got to go through it type thing because it's hilarious at the same time so yeah i'm gonna need to check that out yeah uh but yeah what were your like first impressions on bug snacks so (laughs) at the first like 30 minutes of this game i went through I'm gonna call it a roller coaster of emotions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there because, like, the the first like cutscene opens up and it seems like a super cutesy. Like the art style is is really cool. It's really kind of like over the top, you know, big googly eyes for sure. And you play as this sort of uh, race. <laughs> you're like, of, it opens and you're like, this is clearly for children. To like a hundred percent. I was like, this is very like hammy in its acting, but in the best possible way, it seems very directed at kids. This is going to be like a fun, I was, you know, I was sat there like, this is going to be a fun, like four hours. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to have a blast playing this game because it's just going to be super easy to get through and, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and like the sort of the, the humanoid race that you kind of play, I can't even remember their name, like Grumpus. Grumpuses. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, and like you see also this, clearly for children a hundred percent you know again like you know that kind of it reminded me of like sesame street type vibes uh and you know you get this little uh cut scene about um elizabeth uh or elizabeth inviting you to the island and she's this like uh, steve Irwin type like nature explorer and stuff like that so there was a lot of like kind of uh like reference that was kind of in that that i was tying into and going okay i'm picking up what you're putting down so then like you crash on the island and I was just like, okay, like, you know, we're, we're, it's a video game and we're essentially in a giant like boat helicopter type thing. Of course, we're going to crash naturally. That always happens. You meet uh, one of the other grumpuses that are on the island. Who's got like a little sash that says mayor on his, on it, on the sash. Um, and then all of a sudden he gets you to go and capture sentient fruit and then force feed it to him. 
<laughs> and then one of his limbs turns into that fruit. Yeah, so I yeah. went from like this is a super cutesy kids game to like body horror to <laughs> like you know, and I, and it was like what is going on? And so the minute I saw that, I was like, okay, so this is this is definitely got more adult vibes. This is definitely not. F- like necessarily for kids kids will get something out of it but this is definitely written with adults in mind who are going to come and 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 play some of the dialogue and some of the jokes that pop up you're like oh this is not for kids and that's something i struggled with is that like i didn't know at any point exactly who it was for because it's like in in a lot of aspects it's like so silly and immature yeah but then like at that like it would be perfect for children and obviously the the look and feel of the game and and the mechanics i think are are quite simple um control wise and everything like that but then then some of the uh, some of the dialogue and and sort of you know it it, towards the end which we'll talk about uh, yeah it takes like a very very dark turn super Um, dark but then as you mentioned even at the beginning like it's just this like super cute thing and then you know, the little like strabby, which is a tiny little yeah. living strawberry creature. That's the most adorable thing you've ever seen. And then they're just like, yeah, let's catch that fucker and eat it. Like, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I, like, it's just like this, like shocking contrast, I guess, yeah. that that continues throughout the game. But it's like, it's OK, because they're cute. Like, so you don't feel that bad or does it make you feel worse? But obviously, I, and, why, and why are people obsessed with like turning their limbs into them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so many things, so many weird. Th- it's so weird. This game is so weird. Yes. There, there was a line when you were just talking about like specific lines of dialogue that were like really like not not okay for kids. Like not <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just not okay. There was a line near the end. I actually took down in the note and it doesn't spoil anything, but um, uh, there's a, a couple who are who are uh, on the island, a couple of grumpuses. And one of them says, don't worry, I've still got my special sauce, fresh grown, while referencing towards his crotch. And his, par- <laughs> his partner said, no, that's not what I meant. And like, I, I Derek, I put down the controller because I was like, what is going <laughs> on? What is happening right now? Um, and just like the humor was like that kind of yeah. throughout oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And, and like, um, it, it just... It it felt like a very mixed tone for a lot of it. For sure, yeah. Um, with... Which I think, I do think, I st- again, I struggled with like not knowing who it was for, but I also yes. think that that made it like weirder and added added to its charm in a lot of ways. A hundred percent. And that, that is one of the things that I, that I did love about it because it very much like it, it disarmed you like that whole idea of like, Oh, this is a cute story about you're going to go to an Island and there's, there's little strawberries that have big ugly eyes and make uh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the other weird thing about it is that all of the, the bug snacks um, had a, a slightly sort of Pokemon vibe, oh, like because they can only say their name. They can only and, say their name yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, uh, so yeah. But like you know, you you initially think going in, this is gonna be a super cute game for kids, yeah, and, yeah. and we're gonna run around an island, and there's gonna be cute fruit with big eyes. Um, and then and then, as I say, you get the body horror, you get the adult jokes, you get like some of the some of the like storylines and stuff like that. Even were were you know kind of like adult i wouldn't say they're necessarily like a kid would get the complexities of like yes for sure adult relationships and how they work and just kind of really kind of like mixed not mixed messages but a very mixed tone throughout Um, and it did confuse me at points and there were moments where i was just like oh wait no this isn't a kid's game and then i'd be like no wait this is super super adorable and like a lot of fun and I, i think you're right i don't think it took away from either i think what they've done is very clever because as an adult, uh, you know, I enjoyed my experience with it. 
Yeah. Um, and I imagine that as a kid, those jokes are just going to fly over your head anyway, and you're just going to have fun running around an island and and capturing all these different bugs and feeding them to the natives and and you know that's going to be a cool way to to kind of explore that. So yeah, yeah. Well, and, it, and a lot of that humor, I don't think is it's not outside of maybe it's a maybe it's a little bit less subtle, but it's not outside of what you see in like Pixar or other even other animated movies these yeah, days. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's like a classic thing to do as you say. I mean, you know, some of the stuff that you even see in like old Disney movies or sure. or Pixar movies as you say is like very very like geared towards that like I know the parents are watching this yeah, is a yeah. joke for you. <laughs> yeah. This will wake you up. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Um did you like did you like playing the game i guess um i i i did yeah um i i, I definitely you know me i love to complain about stuff i i oh, definitely yeah, yeah. i definitely have um a bunch of of issues with it but i think what was really cool what, what i did really like about it is like there were elements where you could go and explore and the different gadgets were cool. Like, and, and, you know, from the synopsis for anyone that hasn't played it, one of the kind of ideas or one of the, the first things that you kind of get tasked with doing is going and finding all these settlers on the Island who kind of came here with Elizabeth um, and bringing them back to the kind of central. Um, right. Yeah. They kind of, like everything time. fell apart after she went missing yeah. and she, and they decided to just like leave and go off on the Island on yeah. their own. And um, so one of your like first things you got to do. And, and one of the, in fact, probably like the main kind of story thread essentially is the first thing to do is get everyone back to town. For sure. Yeah. And of course, when you go and meet them in their respective kind of biomes that they're in is, you know, they'll always have a quest or they'll always have a mission. And it's generally centered around, go find me three of these bug snack, go find yes, me five yeah, of these yeah. bug snack. And I, I, I get the intention with that. I, I think they missed a couple tricks. Um, there's a moment near one of the last folks that I got. And I don't know whether, I think there's certain like thresholds of story that you can only get like X amount of them before this kind of story milestone. And then another X of them before Mm. the next story milestone. But there was one near the end where, um, as Derek was saying, um, their, their limbs change when they eat bug snacks and you can um, choose, okay, you know, uh, you've just eaten a, strabby uh change your right foot into a strabby there's like one of the one of the the grumpuses near the end that has is like a scientist and has has created this device where not only can you um like duplicate so anything that that grumpus has eaten you can then say hey okay you've eaten a strabby and but you've maybe only eaten one i'm going to turn all your limbs into strabbies or you know you've eaten this in the past and now i'm going to change that strabby out for you know this this other bug snack and i kind of thought when i got to that part i was like well hold on because she makes this big speech about you well that's it we've cured disease we've cured you know uh you know limbs that are that, that have maybe been uh you know, chopped off in an accident or whatever. She goes in this big thing and I was like, well, hold on, wait a minute. Maybe this is the the kind of whole point. Maybe this is what we're going to discover is that, you know, we can go and do all this thing. Maybe this is going to open up more puzzles because we're maybe going to need specific bug snacks to open up specific doors for these people or, or however that kind of looks. And then that story just kind of like fizzled out. And that it, it just, <laughs> that, that was just her story is that she yeah, wanted that's fair. To, to go and like get this thing. So I kind of think, they missed a bit of a trick with that because that would have been really cool if there was actually a purpose to 
doing all of these things rather than just advancing mm. the story. If if the story wasn't just let's get everyone back to town and then go find Lisbert, which you know you could argue is a fine enough story in itself. It sets you in motion and it gets you pointed in the right direction. But um, I kind of just feel like with the concept, this this like great concept that they had, this um, the great dialogue, the great voice acting, like this super adorable sure. like art style. I kind of just feel like the story just fell a bit flat for me. Like, mm. um, but I enjoyed my time with it. What about you? Like, did you? Can I? Did you do all of the side missions? Um, I did a few of them. Yeah. But overall, no, because it mm-hmm. just kind of felt like more of the same, and I right. didn't feel like I don't know whatever like conversational tidbits that like I don't think they would have led to much aside from that, and yeah. um, so I just didn't feel like and I, and that's but that's like me in most games. I'm not a big mm. side quest guy usually, aside from like whatever ones I get organically pulled into. But these ones are very, very direct. Like, oh, I have something else for you to do, or even there becomes a point when they just show up in like a mailbox because like yeah. they give you like a piece of land, and so you can like build and customize a tiny house, which serves no purpose aside from yeah, you can build your house, which is fine. But yeah, I I did not do too much of that stuff. I I I don't know. I really like the game is quite repetitive um, Mm -hmm. because it's basically, yeah, like you get into a new area, which maybe is like, like a, you know, you might be in like a snowy forest and then you're in like a hot desert. And and so there's like the biomes are completely different, but generally you like meet a new grumpus. You're like, will you come back to town? And then he's like, nah, not unless you do all this stuff for me first, (laughs) which yeah, is usually like catching a specific bug snack or like, you know, one guy is like a pet keeps bug snacks for pets. And so you got to like find his lost bug snacks and, all that sort of stuff. And so, but yeah, it does. And it's like, that part is really repetitive, but it's also like, there is variety in it in that, like each bug snack, you have to figure out how to catch and catch it in its own way. And so that's where the like variety and uniqueness of each, each one comes, but each one is laid out pretty much exactly the same, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. It felt like it didn't really bother me that much. I feel like usually it would, I don't know. I just feel like this game, like there's not really like, there's not really any like combat or like huge, conflict for the most part it's just like a it just felt like kind of like wholesome and it felt just like easy to play and like not stressful for the most part and i felt like that felt perfect for for whatever mindset i was in and so so i just like really i don't know and and it's like so simple mechanic wise and as you mentioned and like the gadgets and stuff are cool like it was just like a a short like cute fun experience that like you know, it's the, 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 I think the only other game I've been so busy lately. The only other thing that I've been playing is the the few hours I've played of the last of us remake and it could not mm. be more different and it could not <laughs> be more perfect than like, you know, here, uh, obviously this game has some like dark elements too, but here's this like cutesy, like Pokemon snap almost style yeah. uh, adventure and for, you know, contrasting, contrasting, like, one of the fucking saddest games you know i started that game i'm playing like mikhail's like i'll watch for a bit within 15 minutes she's like crying and like (laughs) you know that sort of thing so um yeah i really enjoyed my time with it and i part of me doesn't know why because like i don't know it i don't know it's like not it doesn't do anything super original i don't think and it doesn't do anything any of the things that it chooses to do it's not like the best version of it or anything but it's just like a like a cute and fun and short memory experience that turns memorable for whatever yeah. reason. So, yeah, I do think as well, um, you like you play as a reporter, uh, in it 
and I actually think one of the best mechanics, and I actually specifically took a note down, note down about it, once you've convinced the Grumpuses to come back to the town, the idea is that, excuse me, <clears throat> the idea is that you, you interview them to find out what happened with uh, Elizabeth. Yes, yes. The interview mechanic is actually probably better than any other detective game that, that I have pretty much ever <laughs> played. So like it pulls up your your little notepad and you've got your little like recorder or that your little dictaphone on the left hand side. But like when you ask a question, so it's got the questions laid out on your little notepad. And when you ask a question, you put the notepad down and they answer it and then you pull up your notepad. If there's a follow-up question that specifically relates to that question it does a little indent underneath right. that yeah, question. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? Such a simple thing, but one of the most frustrating things in like any, cause I quite like like puzzles and, and figuring things out. I like to think I'm smart. Um, so, so like those kinds of things. And this, this wasn't like a puzzle in that regard. It was just like, you go through the questions, Yeah, yeah. but just actually that idea of, of visually having that up and having those little indents, I thought was super clever um, and the fact that I, I took a note down of it being like, holy shit, that was like better than pretty much any other detective game I think I've ever, <laughs> I've ever played. Um, but no, I think you're right. Like, I, do, I don't think there was anything massively uh, original um, as far as, or, or unique really as far as what they were they were doing. You know, the, it, it, it was a kind of chilled out, you know, it, game that you could just kind of go and explore and i guess that was just the idea was that you were able to explore this kind of fantastical world and and things like that sure um i guess i guess when i say i think they missed a trick i just i think it's because i quite enjoyed my time with it i quite enjoyed like the characters and the and like the voice acting was phenomenal oh yeah like they they had these so over the top personalities and a few really recognizable people um, one of which actually is one of the cast of Critical Role, Sam Regal, who oh, really? any anytime his character spoke, he's the guy that keeps the bug snacks as pets. Okay. And anytime he spoke, I was so distracted because I was like, Oh my god, that's Sam Regal. And it's so like his his like tone of voice, he's got a really specific like tone of voice. Yeah, yeah. Um but like I think what was what was what I was saying there is just like I, I feel like I wanted more of it. I wanted either more like variety or challenge with actually catching the monsters because i felt like even catching the bug snacks was was you know it it was quite quick to work out oh this is a frozen monster and there's a big fiery pit there okay well right right frozen monster through the fiery pit great they're gonna you know melt or whatever and i i get again if it if it is kind of more aimed for kids i get why you'd want to keep those things as simple or as easy to work out as possible i almost want like a, a bug snacks plus like a, a you know give me give me some challenge make me figure stuff out make me <laughs> make me actually go and, and work stuff out uh, rather than it seeming uh, you know kind of fairly obvious to do because sure. I, I did enjoy my time with it i did and as you say super easy to just pick up and play for a couple of hours and then put down and go about the rest of your day there wasn't any massive um you know heart-wrenching thing that made you like need to sit down with a cup of coffee after it you know <laughs> uh, it was it was nice and easy yeah, yeah. I uh I do think too I think that one thing I would have loved and if I think if it were not a tiny indie game it, it probably would have had yeah. something like that which is not a fault of of the game at all in that case but like I think it would have been so interesting if there like was mechanics of like you and it could have expanded the variety and expanded the challenge for sure in that aspect but if you 
could like eat bug snacks and then like whatever like bug snack and mm-hmm. limb combination you were doing like would give you some sort of like ability totally. and and like the, you could swap those out on the fly and so you'd have to like figure out how to like get to areas you can't reach based on like you know yeah uh, adapting to a bug snack that like get, like lets you jump higher or like something like that yeah um i feel like that could have really like because because it just it seemed like aside from cosmetically it didn't really make any difference for a hundred percent and and i think like there, there's a bit at the start when when you're feeding because because you're right like you can only feed the bug snacks to the grumpuses who are on the the island already and there's some like throwaway comment at the start about like oh you can't eat them you're 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 going to be allergic to them or, or <laughs> yeah, something right, like that yeah. um or i think you do eat one at one stage it makes you and, sick and yeah. it makes you super sick um but no like you're you're totally right and there's a moment where one of the grumpuses that you've got to kind of like convince back to town is in like a a desert or like a hot kind of area um, and he wants two like popsicle uh, oh, uh, yes. bug snacks for legs. And I was like, in that moment, that thought occurred to me as well. I was like, well, hold on. Like, it would be so cool if like you couldn't walk across the desert unless you had popsicle legs. Yeah, or yeah. you couldn't like, I don't know, you couldn't do this other thing without this other bug snack that you were that you were able to kind of like do. Or you, you had to tempt like some of the flying ones down. You had to have like honey arms or something, you know, like... I, I think there was so much in it that that I just wanted them to take it like two steps further. Yeah, um, definitely. In order to be like, oh my god, this is like ridiculously fun because, as you say, it was just kind of like a, you know, I'm going to play this for a couple of hours and great. Yeah, I've caught that bug snack. Yep, great. Yep. Back to town interview. Yep. It it didn't really grab me in any kind of significant way. It was just sort of a thing that you could play to kill some time. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah. I like really. I think it was a good experience and i really enjoyed my time with it but it's not something that i like i'll probably won't think about it largely yeah. outside of this type of thing like there's not not too much there's not too much depth to what was happening or anything mm-hmm. like that. but it you know i and i would have I, I, some sort of like multiplayer i don't know how that would work but that would be cool because it is just like a fun world to run around in and everything yeah like that um, did you play because when it launched on Xbox, which looks like back was actually back in April, mm. uh, that coincided with, I guess, uh, a fairly decently sized uh, like DLC um, called the Isle of Big Snacks, which like there's another island you can go to. And I oh guess my the, God. the snacks are larger. I did not get to experience that in my playthrough, but no, I, I didn't. I, I feel like I did have enough fun in the game that I am definitely interested in it. And I think that I would go back to to try to experience that. and especially if it adds new story elements and like, why are there larger bug snacks and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. I think that that would be neat. Yeah. I, I would definitely go back. Like, I think as you were saying earlier, when you were talking about like switching between this and, and last of us, like, I think this is definitely something I could, I could pick up if yeah. I'm playing something absolutely harrowing. That's going to absolutely destroy my emotions and break them into seven bits. Like picking this up for a number or two is just like, Oh, doing the bug snacks, catching the things. <laughs> Um, like the music's all cute. Totally, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do. I do also think. I think there's some really, uh, and again, we've kind of said it a couple of times. The the fact that this appears to be at least aimed uh, towards a younger generation, towards towards kids. I think there was a couple of really cool things that they added in that, um, you know, we talk about in in media a lot, whether it's movies, shows, you know, music, games, whatever. Um, that like representation matters and i know this seems like the weirdest topic to come out with a, with <laughs> no, a, a kind not, of kids yeah, game about yeah. about bug snacks but like there's one of the characters who 
is like an absolute dude bro like oh, yeah. guy you know it completely speaks in that kind of way as well that'd be Chandlo um, Chandlo he's and, even got a broy name right exactly and his uh they they call it like his his they sort of call it his partner at first um and he that his partner's like a super smart scientist um both like male presenting bug snacks uh, uh, male presenting uh, grumpuses and when you first go and find them like you have this chat with Chandlo about how he's come out to this kind of desolate part of the island um, to help his like partner, he says, um, because he's got social anxiety and he doesn't want to leave him by himself. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, A plus on, on that kind of message for a start. But then later on in the game, they have this moment together where like the scientist uh, guy is like, Chandlo, I thought you were just like my buddy, and he's like, "No, dude, like I love you, like and like you're my boy, like you're my boyfriend, like and that's that's mm-hmm. it." And they have it's like this we've been mo- dating for years. Yeah, to- to- yeah, we've been we've been dating for years. What are you talking about? Like I just always assumed that you knew that that we were we were dating, like we lived together for God. Like what are you talking about? And I just thought like it was it was one of the moments in the game where I just kind of like, damn, like yeah, great work, great work, because mm-hmm. I think it is so important, and and representation does matter, and and to to have that. A game that you know has that adult humor in it, but it's aimed at kids. And there, there was so many that that was just kind of one moment. But I feel like there was much more than that. I mean, even um, Elizabeth, who you're here to find, yeah, yeah. Um, her partner is Egabel, um, and again, both female presenting mm-hmm. uh, uh, Grumpuses. So like, super important, and and I love that they had that in it. Um, and there wasn't like. There was no raised eyebrows about it. There was no like, you know, no one in the in the village thought, oh, that was terrible that they were together. There wasn't mm-hmm. anything like that. Everyone just got on with it and just accepted it. And I thought that was super important. And I, I just thought that was a really cool thing that I, that I took a note down of. I was like, I loved that that was in it. If if the Grumpuses can do it, why can't we? 100%. Yeah. Because the Grumpuses yeah. are smarter in a lot of ways. <laughs> Except for the eating the bug snack. Well, things. yeah, yeah. We sh- in the we, end, should we should we talk about the the big twist at the at the end? We, of- we should, but before we do, yeah, I want to know who. What was your favorite bug snack that you saw? Oh man, what was my favorite bug snack? I I there's I, a there's like a hundred and ten of them or something. Like there's a lot, and some of them are like variations on other yeah. ones. Like like one of them, there's a bopsicle which is like a grasshoppery looking popsicle guy and then there's like big bopsicle which is like two of them side by side with two sticks like you get the popsicles that have that and yeah you know there's like a burger guy named bunger and then there's like a barbecue bunger and you know, that sort of stuff so a lot of, so there are a lot of variations you know there's like a cheeto one i can't remember his name but then there's like a flaming cheeto one which is hilarious like uh, cheap cheap poof is his name yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um, um Man, I'm actually I'm like going through right now, and I've actually just googled the list because there is so, as you say, there are so many of them. Sure, I I must admit, like I I do um I did have a a soft spot just for the uh, the strabbies. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're just very cute. Clearly, they are. Yeah. clearly like put a lot of work. I mean, they clearly put a lot of work into all the designs because everything was very very clever. Um, I quite liked. There was was the bunger the one that looked like it looked like a big cheeseburger and it had like little fries for like big yes, fang yes, teeth. Yeah, yeah. I did think that was pretty cute. Yeah. That was pretty clever. I liked all the um oh I liked I liked the friders. 
the Friders oh, yeah, were yeah, like yeah. spiders, obviously, but they were like an upside down. Like if anyone's ever had like Five Guys fries, they're so all of them are so like it's so stupid. It was they're so, so stupid and they're yeah. amazing. Like yeah. they're like fried, like just the way that they've and it, like like adapted the name and the food together. It was, Buffalo, it, there's one called Buffalo Locust. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The Inchurito as well. I quite liked. Yeah, there was yeah. like an inchworm that was a burrito. Um, I did like there was a big flying pizza guy that I can't. Find, mozza uh, i think oh yeah 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 yeah. because it was like mozzarella it was so, yeah, like, yeah. and all of the like little puns it just i love a good pun so yeah. it's it so well done so good there was a big like uh <laughs> there was a big snake as well that was subway sandwiches and oh, like that the, i think it was like a centipede called sandopede yeah, that was yeah, my yeah. favorite one so i think good. actually yeah and like and he all, had this like deep voice it was just like <laughs> yes, and because like they're, they're like yeah they're like pokemon they can only say their name so it was just yeah. like sandopede <laughs> Uh, and so you just like cute. see it over running by you and it's just so yeah. like, you're like this is fucking so dumb and i love it and like, there, was, there was so <laughs> like you've got like a pair of like uh binoculars that you can like scan the yes scan yes. the bugs with to like find out a bit more about them and like yeah which that's like the very like pokemon snap element yeah it, totally. like, like and then you can see what they like and don't like and it yeah. like gives you a little blurb about what they are type thing i love the one for the sandopede because i actually did say it was a bunch of different bug snacks that just work together as one <laughs> and that's that's like how it becomes the big like subway sandwich kind of thing so i thought all of that was like so as you say it's so dumb but so well written sure. and so fun and stupid and like yeah you could pick up there was a farmer who farmed sauces so you could pick up you got like a little slingshot as one of your things and you could pick up like packets in in the raw like from plants of like tomato sauce and yep. like chocolate and hot sauce and different cheese bugs and peanut cheese butter and yeah, peanut yeah. Butter as well and different bugs liked it so you could like lead them down into a particular bit by like firing this at the ground and stuff and like all of that i think was was really cleverly done they 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 clearly put like a huge amount of effort into all of into the world of it into the world yeah, building yeah. of it which i thought was super impressive because they didn't necessarily need to go absolutely ham on that side of things but that's clearly where they put a huge amount of their effort was to was to come up with all those puns and the little descriptions and stuff and it was all very clever it was all very fun and uh, and clever and that was actually one of my favorite things to do was just actually read about the bugs themselves and um there was one there's <laughs> this one that's called pop tick um, mm, yeah, yeah. that starts out as a little popcorn kernel that like goes through like rivers and stuff and like leaps away and you had to get there was like this in that same kind of biome there was like um uh, a scorpion type thing that was like on fire and you had to get it to fire at the pop tick so that it would kind of explode it would heat up and explode into popcorn and stuff so all of that i just i just loved that i think that was so stupid and so fun and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah that you could just you could spend your time just doing that and nothing else and you would have a blast playing it I the pop tick was that was a memorable one too that I had forgotten about. I feel like I because there's um, the mission where you have to like pop a few and like bring them to someone. That's right. And I feel like I struggled with that for a little bit because I like it just seemed like because there's like a this like fire shooting like scorpion guy near mm-hmm. him near or near where they are and it just felt like they always like moved out of the way just the last second and I was like what the fuck is happening. <laughs> um, yeah i don't know it was yeah there and there's i don't know it's so cute 
Like, yeah, we're just going out that, you know, there's like a hundred of them and we're just like n- naming them and how much we liked all of them. And and because they're yeah, it seemed like there was a lot put into them and, and they're all such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there was any that I was just like, well, ah, that's a bit cheap. There was even ones like you go to one of the last places, certainly that I went was like a big icy like mountain. And there was a, a flying thing that was like a bunch of ice cream sandwiches that were all like flying to get, or, or was it like s'mores or something like that? Um, that was like, oh, I can't even remember what they were called. I'm going to have to look really quickly through. Oh, yes. Um, right, right. But it was, it was, again, like so just clever and, and fun. I, I Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite part about it was just all of those absolute mad uh, puns. And there was great ones like a snackery, like a daiquiri. And it was like a daiquiri glass that like sat in like glaciers and sat in the water and like popped up and jumped. And uh, there was sodies and there was different types of sodies. And yes, there were like yes. soda cans that swim. And so there was like diet sodies. It was like doctor sodies. There was like <laughs> mountain dew sodies. It was just like all of that was was just super clever and and fun and <laughs> but there was bunger royale which was like a nicer looking cheeseburger <laughs> yeah just so silly just so silly but uh, yeah. yeah let's jump into things get weird towards the end of the game <laughs> two things get so fucking yeah weird. yeah and it took it it like took a turn that i could anyone have guessed this I, like i don't think so i think if anyone said that they guessed where this game was gonna head i mean maybe maybe like the overall like and we should put a spoiler warning on there. Yeah, spoilers. I, the the sort of big ending thing is that bug snacks are actually a parasite. And they make themselves so delicious so that you eat enough of them that they just take over your entire being. Now, you, you may have been able to take a stab at the dark as like, oh, these bug snacks are cute. Maybe they're the problem. Maybe that, <laughs> maybe, maybe they are the problem. But there is no one on earth that could have told you that when you find Lisbert, she is an enormous sushi snake like spider hybrid thing that is just all bug snack. And she is like 30 foot tall. She's massive. Uh, and you basically get to this underground thing where there's just like. What's it called? Like the undersnack? The undersnack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, there's just like the, the walls and the floor is all just donuts and and pop and like candy bars and just and there's like weird them. like grotesque bug snacks so, yeah. that you're like following around yeah. or, or avoiding and stuff yeah yeah it, it gets real gross real real gross and then you have this big conversation with Lisbert, and i feel like you do you do an interview with her and, and basically she's like you got to get out you got to leave the island like it's, it's too late for me like save yourselves and then Agabelle's with you when you go down um and Agabel just decides kind of I kind of felt like out of nowhere a bit like she's she's always been very helpful and there's there's did you find all of the little videos of them by the way the little videos yeah, of, yeah. yeah yeah so like that you can find like little uh, movie reels and go back to Lisbert and Agabert's uh hut and and uh watch them and it's kind of their story about how they sort of fell in love and they're always there for one another they always help one another so i suppose it didn't necessarily come out of the blue but basically you're standing talking to this massive sushi snake who's telling you to run off the island yeah and agabelle's like well no if we're gonna figure this out we're gonna figure this out together and basically gets lisbert to eat her 
<laughs> yeah. so that she becomes so one be with together. Them, so they could be together. So two heads of the same snake like spider thing. Very weird. Just very, very weird. And then the last part of the game is this mad dash where you're trying to actually now kill the bug snacks. Uh, the scientist who who makes all of the gadgets for you has now fashioned them all very quickly into weapons. <laughs> into weapons, yeah. And uh, you kind of have to do this mad dash. Um, I have a question for you yeah. at this point. Did you manage to save all of the grumpuses? Yeah, I was gonna. I noted that down. I was gonna bring it up. Like I didn't know that that was not an option until <laughs> like an achievement pops up that was like all grumpuses survived, and I yeah. was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like- <laughs> so you get the, the last like sections are basically these kind of like shooting galleries, essentially, yeah, yeah. where like you get given this new gadget that's maybe like a trap or maybe it's a gun, and there's waves of bug snacks that come at you, and there's always two grumpuses that are with you yeah it's like say it's like it's like step by step the mission is like save these two people save these two people and each one is like a different like mechanic Uh that you're going through basically yeah and like as the waves of bug snacks are coming towards you if they get too close they like the bug snacks just leap into the mouths of the grumpuses so i guess when that achievement popped up for me i was like wait wait a second is there a possibility that the grumpuses would have right. just turned into a massive bug snack next to me and like killed the rest of us on the ship <laughs> um so weird man i thought that last section just was was absolutely bizarre yeah just yeah fully bizarre yeah yeah and then yeah and then you basically like fly away does the island i can't remember does it like because it's all it's like erupting at the time. Yeah, does it like I can't remember. Does it explode? It doesn't explode, right? It just like you guys just leave. I don't think it explodes. Yeah, I, I think I remember the last thing when you're like flying away is you turn round and the big massive snake spider lizard bird egg bird egg bell. Uh, thing is like on the island and like kind of waving you all away. Yes, like yes, fending right. off the bug snacks. Yeah, there. and again I thought as well potentially. That was like <laughs> kind of traumatic. This big, <laughs> massive like person who you've been trying to find is now a big, massive snake spider yes. hybrid thing with her partner attached to the same creature on an island with certain death approaching them, facing off against a horde of angry bugs. Yes, yes. Was, like it was very like Lord of the Rings at the Black Gate type <laughs> of mentality. And then it's so like even when you like meet her, you're like, "Can I interview you?" And it's like. Yeah, forget about the interview, man. There's more important. There's stuff more going important on. things going on, and then like you kind of like fly away, and then you're on the coast of like I guess their main sort of metropolis uh, as as Grumpuses, yes, and then you yeah, can yeah. you can talk to all of them, and they're all like, "Well, I guess life goes on. I guess you know that's it. Okay, yeah, back yeah. to it." And they all that that's what they say. Like a bunch of them are like, you know, I, so I feel so much better now that I'm off that island. Now that I'm not eating bug snacks all the time, and you're like, you were fucking there, yeah. Uh, and then you go back to your main boss who actually sent you on the mission. Yes. Uh, he fires you. And for some reason, the, the grumpus that you find at the start with the mayor sash on, who must be said, kind of adorable the whole way through the story. Okay, he's like this uh, failure or quote unquote failure. Yes, of a yeah. grumpus. Philbo. Philbo. Um, and just like doesn't believe in himself. It's that classic like Eeyore kind of thing of like he's always kind of sad because he always feels like he messes up and he feels like it's his fault that Lisbeth mm-hmm. left and it, it's his fault that everyone left. The, everyone like the hates him. It seems everyone like hates yeah. him, but like you know he like I I, I think that's there because you you root for Philbo, man. You really really root for Philbo, or at least I did. Yes, I did um, too. And then he comes back with you, um, and then once you get fired, you sort of turn to him and he's like, yeah. well. 
guess I'm going to run for mayor then of this place. And you're like, wait, what? Why? How did we get from a story about trying to find someone going through a bug snack <laughs> thing? And then she turns into a big bug snack. Now we're talking about you running for mayor. I, it, I think because she like in that last conversation they had, she gave him like the confidence because he was like, oh, and everyone hates me and I do such a bad job. And she was like, no, like you're amazing. And you've you've like kept everyone together and you do so much for everyone and all that sort of stuff. And I think that it's gave true. him the confidence. Also, what else is he going to do? You know, I mean, it's very true. He's, he's got already the got the mayor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and you get fired because you like you're supposed to have this fantastical story. And, and I think that they omit uh, bug snacks from that story. Yes. And so they're like, but it's, it's still like, oh, it was kind of crazy. And they're like, cool story, but you're still fired. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought that this sort of ending was was wild but it's it's hard to understand maybe like where where do you go at the end of that story sure yeah it does take that turn but um yeah and i think that like the if you play it because you get to a point where it's like a point of no return and it warns you that like you won't be able to collect any more stuff after this and so i think like initially i was like i wonder if the the big snacks dlc is like a like a continuation but it must happen as an optional like part of the story because yeah. you know after the credits roll and stuff if you were to go to continue like you're brought back to that like before point so mm. um so i don't think it changes anything with the outcome itself but yeah. i'm still interested in it yeah i i think i i, I would go <laughs> i would go back and play even just to see all the descriptions of the yeah, the yeah. other bug snacks that yeah. are there because as i say i think that was probably my favorite part yes yeah i enjoyed that also um a couple of the like <laughs> a couple of things that i noted down that we haven't mentioned yet why can't anyone do anything for themselves like <laughs> get your own strawberry we only just met <laughs> yeah i what is that is that was that a bit filbo at the very start just you, but then the, everyone but literally then, I mean, ever, everyone, like, yeah. yeah there's I, like you're asking for this bug snack that's like four feet away from you like why don't you just grab it and especially because i think there's there's a comment about when the island or when the when the like little town that they have like when everyone leaves i think part of the reason uh, i i just remember a throwaway comment that one of them made about how that lisbert was the only one that could really catch them mm. um and how oh, okay else. i forgot but, that i forgot but that. you are totally right that is classic rpg syndrome of just like hey go talk <laughs> to this person and you're like dude you're standing six feet from them go yeah, talk yeah. to them yourself um but no it is a very and you know as we've already kind of mentioned like the the entire like quest that you get given is talk to this person that person goes go get me three of this bug snack yeah then you go back to that person they go okay go get me four of this bug snack um you know that that element of it is is kind of always going to be a thing where you're just like well i guess this is just a a big big old glorified fetch quest from start (laughs) to finish (laughs) yes it sure is it sure is um and the other thing i had was so there was one character named cromdo Mm -hmm. uh was he just and he was kind of like like he kind of was like schemy and like ripping everyone off all the time it seemed yeah. like and i just thought he kind of looked and he definitely sounded like he was trying to be like danny devito and i was like is this just like supposed to be like frank from it's always sunny <laughs> i mean because because he, he's just full of shit and like is like you know like the one his section of the game where you're trying to get him back to town he's like makes you do all this stuff and then he's like oh then i'll like open this bridge up for you and then as soon as he leaves the bridge like collapses yeah and you know that sort of stuff so yeah i i thought like he was he definitely kind of stood out for me i think everyone else well i mean there was also what was it wiggle 
uh, her name with the and she was the the like songstress that that you had to go and um, get all different types of like bug snacks to be her hair yeah, and yeah. everything like that. I thought she was kind of the only other one that kind of stood out as far as like I don't know, just like everyone else seemed so like nice and sweet <laughs> yeah. and and helpful and like lovely. And those two from I don't know Befica Befica I didn't love either she was kind of mean. Do you know what's really funny? Early early on in my notes and early on in my playthrough, I've actually got written down. Uh, Befica is a well, I'm not going to say that word on your podcast, uh, and I want to feed her to the bug snacks. But then, <laughs> but then later on, like so, Befica is like a like a gossip queen and like totally. has a, a journal about all the rest of the Grumpuses and stuff like that. But I actually, the more and more I played through the game, the more and more I kind of got into the vibe of it. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, Befica and I are, are besties. Uh, like it turns was, out I love gossip. Yeah, yeah, it turns out I'm a total gossip. Um, but no, she, I thought she was she was really well voice acted as well. She she made me laugh actually out loud <laughs> oh, a few yeah, times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and she was she was pretty good. Very like um, Alexis from Shit's Creek vibes. Like she yep. always had stories about uh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm an international criminal and stuff like that, which like totally would just throw into a conversation. So I kind of I kind of loved her for that. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 Cromdo guy, especially like there was a, there's a bit at the end where you throw this party. And you've got it like everyone's kind of being awkward about dancing, and you're you're sort of questing that little bit to get everyone on the dance floor, get everyone get everyone moving, and like you've got to do things like Befica's song isn't playing, so you got to go change the radio so it's her song playing so that she'll go and dance, and then there's like people who have like wronged the other Grumpuses, so you've got to go and like mm-hmm. convince one of them to go and talk to the other one, so that frees up the person they were talking to to go and talk to this other person, and Cromdos he's he's like sitting there trying to sell everyone juice or like drinks or something like that right yep and um he basically won't move until there's no customers to buy stuff (laughs) until everyone's already dancing and yeah i don't know he just kind of felt like the one that was that was out of place but then we've just said that it ends up that there's a massive sushi snake spider thing so i guess nothing's really off the table (laughs) but but um yeah, he he did. He was the the one that I was I was pretty frustrated at because his quest as well to get all of his stuff like that's what included the when you were talking about struggling with the pop tick the popcorn one earlier on. I did as well. I couldn't work it out for ages how to get the the scorpion to shoot its little mm-hmm. flaming seed at them. Um, so it, he was actually the the bit that I struggled with the most. He was he was frustrating to get because I couldn't figure out. And here's me actually earlier on being like, yeah, it was a super easy romp. <laughs> I did actually get really frustrated with his bit. Um, so he just kind of annoyed me from the start. I also the only other thing I had to really look up, which I felt really stupid for as soon as I did look it up. But when uh when you're trying to open that like giant gate in the mountain towards the end of the game oh yeah and it's like oh you collect three of the snacks and i'll collect three of the snacks and i was like like and i think it told you what snacks you had to collect but i was like how do you know where to put them like (laughs) and and then once i looked it up it was like oh obviously like the top of the stone looks like the bug snacks but i don't know why i just didn't put that together yeah, I don't think it told you what ones to get. Maybe I'm wrong at that. I don't remember it saying like get these specific that, ones. Maybe that, yeah, yeah. But um, I, you're totally right, and I would have had to look it up as well. But I caught the one that was like closest to the right hand side or closest to the front on the right hand side. I actually just saw that it looked like the ice cream sandwich one mm-hmm. that was flying, 
And I was like, oh, okay, that's the bug snag I have to get for that. And that turned out to be right. So I was like, okay, so I just need to look at like what they look like and sure. stuff. And um, that was the only way I got that because I just so happened to notice that it looked like an ice cream sandwich. But I would have had to, to look that up as well because that was yeah. the, that was definitely like, okay, you're just gonna <laughs> you're just gonna leave now. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I those those were the only bits that I found yeah. frustrating. But it was it <laughs> was a pretty decent rump it also took me a while to figure out that you could fast travel to the different areas of the map and so <laughs> i don't know why and i don't know if they ever i don't know if they didn't mention it but it just i didn't clue in and so there was times where i'm you know i probably figured out like halfway through the game but there's other times where i was like okay now i need to go like back to here so i can go back to there so i can go back to there and then like all of a sudden i just saw like the fast like press x to fast travel and i was like I'm such an idiot. Like, <laughs> this is, it was right there in front of me every time the I went to the map. And, yeah, yeah. So, man. Um, so, yeah, if you do decide to play it, you fast can fast travel. travel. <laughs> fast travel. <laughs> Save you some time. Yeah, fast yeah. travel is the key. I, I I did like the element as well. Um, I guess this is going back maybe four or five topics now. But, like, some of the bug snacks only come out at certain times of the day. So oh, there yeah. Is, or certain weather. Even. Or certain weather. There is, like, a day-night cycle that happens. Um, and you kind of have to, like, in order to kind of catch them all. Uh, you gotta um, like go at specific uh, times and, and yep. days and things like that. So I, I think like you know the world felt pretty livable. Like it felt like it was an actual existing kind of place. And I think little elements like that added to that. I think they did a really solid job, as I said earlier on, of the the actual world building element of it. Yeah. Like I, I thought it was it was really cleverly put together, and everything was really well designed. And the look it looks great. Like the look of it is so cool and just beautiful and and weird and and all of that so i i think as far as all of that is concerned like it it was it was wicked stuff yeah 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 i don't know i i feel like i the more we talk about it the more and more i'm liking it and i did really like it (laughs) and i said that from the get-go but i'm just like this just it just felt like i had a lot of heart yeah totally um and i and i think like all of the little elements in it because like a bunch of the the grumpuses that you bring back like they all have relationships with one another whether it's like friends or lovers or whatever and i and i think there's there's so much of that like when you just said there like it's got a lot of heart like it really does um and like everyone's trying to really at at the end of the day everyone's got everyone else's best interests at heart and you know there's silly silly fights that are in it like the 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 grumpus that keeps bug snacks as pets yes yeah there's a there's a a farmer who farms like who who thinks he can actually grow bug snacks and he can (laughs) he can grow the little sauce plants as well as wombus wombus yeah he uh before the the village all like separated one of the reasons that they fought the two of them fought is that wombus wanted to eat the bug snacks that he was keeping (laughs) as pets but he obviously had pet. He had them as pets, so he didn't want them to eat them. So there's like a bit where they make up at the end, and like they kind of figure all that out and stuff like that. But all of those kind of relationships, I think, were were super cute. And like the the way that they, I think, like also just the language that they use. And I kind of touched on this earlier on, but about like especially because it is aimed, or it potentially looks like it's aimed for kids. <laughs> to have those kind of conversations happen, I think is super important. And I like, I think that was the thing that surprised me is the amount of like really positive messaging that's in this game, despite sure. <laughs> force feeding anthropomorphic <laughs> sweets or, or snacks uh, to like big fuzzy Sesame street looking guys. Um, there, there was a lot of really cool stuff that was in there. And, and, you know, I, I think, as I say, 
for me, I wanted, I, I just wanted like those elements that you were talking about earlier on, like maybe you have to wear popsicle legs to go across the desert. Yeah, or yeah. if they just added that in, it would have been like pretty, pretty dang perfect. Uh, so do you think that for yourself, is Bugsnax like a give it a shot, a skip, or a must play? I think I'm going to go with a must play. And I think, I don't think I've said that on this podcast before. Maybe I have, but I, I, I think it is. I, and I think for for the reasons that we've kind of just kind of talked about there, like I think there's genuinely something in this for everyone. It's super yeah. easy to pick up. Yeah, There's nothing that's drastically, majorly challenging. There's a couple things that might make you feel stupid <laughs> to be like, oh, I had to make supper <laughs> or whatever. But I think there is something in here for everyone. And, and I think especially if you are... And maybe like a parent, like playing with a kid or like your kid's bugging you for an Xbox and they're, they're trying to, you know, game pass. You and I have talked about this endlessly, the value, the value (laughs) of game pass and the value of of having that. And, you know, if, if you are a parent and your and your kid's looking for a gaming console, like get them an Xbox, get them game pass bug snacks is like eight gigs or something like that on the hard drive. Like it's, it's not (laughs) huge. Um, but it's super fun. Like you'll get some of it as well. Um, and I think everyone from like, I mean, you and I, like we're in our thirties and had a blast with it. And, you sure. know, I, it, there, there is genuinely something here for everyone, whether it's the humor you're going for, whether it's just like getting into came in, whether it's the little interactions between the grumpuses, whether it's just that Pokemon snap element of like finding out all about these different varieties of bug snacks, yep. like really cleverly done. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's a must play. What about you? I think I agree with that. I think, like I said, I think it's one of those games that it'll disappear for me yeah. shortly from now. But I think that it was, it felt super full of heart and it was like a joy to play and like surprisingly funny. And I don't know, it just is a, is a different experience from what I would typically gravitate towards. And I think that that elevated it for me even, even yeah. more. So I, um, I'm really glad that I played it. So yeah, and I'd be interested to see to your to your earlier point. Like I didn't even see that there was a DLC for mm-hmm. it. Um, so like I'd be interested to go back, like to see are they going to continue development on all the DLCs for it? Are they going to is that it? Are they just going to move on and do like Bug Snack Two or or like I'd I'd be interested to see where they kind of go if they do anything sure. else with it and and things like that because I think that team. Um, are super talented, like very, very talented folk. Yeah, and and yeah. I think like they, they did a lot with this. I had no idea it was the same developer as Octodad. So yeah, they're, they're yeah. clearly, they clearly have a, like a knack for that sort of weird mechanic totally. yes, yeah. story kind of vibe of like, let's take this absolutely insane situation and make a story out of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm actually excited to see what they do next. And it makes me curious to go back and play Octodad for sure. Yeah. Oh, you got to play Octodad. You got to play Octodad. <laughs> and tell me about it. Yeah, tell me tell me how angry you get, <laughs> how much you laugh, all of those good things. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about Bug Snacks, or should I draw the games for the next episode? I think you should draw the games for the next episode, mate. Let's do it. All right. So on the next episode... Uh, you're going to have a choice of, of what we play, and mm. it's going to be between uh, As a Dusk Falls mm. and No Man's Sky. Mm. Uh, who's Do you know who's playing this yet? No clue. No clue no who's clue. playing this no. yet. Um, Me, I'm playing it. You're, <laughs> you're going to play it. I would go with the first one <clears throat> because I have played a ton of No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. uh, so I'd be, I'd be interested to hear more about... Uh, um, 
I can't even remember the name of it. I, as Dusk no, Falls. As Dusk Falls, but I've yeah, seen, yeah. Uh, like, actually, when it popped up on Game Pass, I was I was pretty intrigued. Uh, I was actually potentially going to go and play that. So I'd, oh, yeah? I'd be interested do you want to play it? You want to do a twofer? I, I could do a twofer. You want me to do okay, a twofer? Let's do it. Yeah, I am, however, going to take a one-month break. So you're going nice. to have some extra time because... Great. Yeah, we're getting into October, and I'm going to be away for part of October yep. to head to California, and I still want to finish The Last of Us Part 1 and, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. So, uh, yeah, let's just do it, And uh, but you're going to have some extra time to play, so no great. rush. Well, that's great, because I'm in Calgary next week anyway. So. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I can't believe, you know, we, we talked about the game for about a quarter of the length of the game, so, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's impressive, I think. It shows shows, shows the quality of it, I think. Yeah, if, yeah. if you can talk about something that took you five hours to do, six hours to do, and you sure. can talk about it for an totally. hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. As always, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, uh, and thank you, yeah, always for <laughs> I feel like I can ask you whenever, and you're like, fuck yeah, so <laughs> that's uh that's very nice no, i really appreciate it i i always have a blast uh totally blast here and even uh even the episode of geekscape games that i was on was, was yeah. an absolute yeah. blast as well i always have a it's good to be good to feel part of this family yes yeah yeah we should get you back for more of that too yeah let's do it 100 yeah, yeah. But yeah this has been another episode of the xbox game passengers podcast uh you can hear us most months on the first of the month but not next month but check the month after it's not confusing, uh, but but if you do like the sound of my voice, you can also hear me every two weeks on the Geekscape Games podcast right here on the Geekscape Network. If you like what you hear, you give us a review, share us with a friend, do whatever you want. I don't care that much, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, we'll we'll be back soon. We've this has been Bug Snacks, and we'll be back soon with As Dusk Falls. Uh, thanks again, Doogie. Thanks, mate. And we'll see you in a few hours. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.